live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all, and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. During the lifetime of our grandchildren, Arctic cold and perpetual snow could turn most of the inhabitable portions of our planet into a polar desert. In 1977, the worst winter in a century struck the United States. Arctic cold gripped the Midwest for weeks on end. Great blizzards paralyzed cities of the Northeast. One desperate night in Buffalo, eight people froze to death in marooned cars. Pat Bushnell was on the road that night. Traffic just absolutely stopped. I was afraid of being stuck in the car all night long with the uh, cold and the wind running out of gas. And then what? I think that if we had to go through a real bad winter, just like we just went through, I think we'd have to think about moving someplace else. Move where? The brutal Buffalo winter might become common all over the United States. Climate experts believe the next ice age is on its way. According to recent evidence, it could come sooner than anyone had expected. <laughs> At weather stations in the far north, temperatures have been dropping for 30 years. Sea coasts long free of summer ice are now blocked year-round. According to some climatologists, within a lifetime, we might be living in the next ice age. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Before you know it, we may be living in the next ice age, says the climate experts one year before I was born in 1978. We went from, we are on our way to the next global Arctic frozen catastrophe to global warming and everything was going to melt. The polar ice caps were all going to melt. Everybody was going to die. Floods all across the earth. Ocean levels rising. Well, that didn't work, so they had to go to climate change. And now we just saw another big blizzard in Buffalo like we did 44 years ago. I don't know where we land. Round and round and round we go. Where we land, nobody knows. 
except for God. And he's the only one that controls our climate. How is it that every one of these experts, whether it was with AIDS, whether it was with Ebola, whether it was with the climate, global warming, weapons of mass destruction, big pharma companies that are always getting sued because their drugs ended up killing people or making them paralyzed, all these doctors, all these experts, how are they all wrong all the time? But yet they remain the experts. We went from we're about ready to see the next ice age to global warming in less than a decade. And then we rode global warming out for 10 years, 15 years. Then when that didn't ring to be true, now it's climate change for the next 15 years. What's going to be next? Anybody want to give a guess what 2025, what they'll be saying by then or 2030? Oh, your guess is as good as mine. But I will tell you this. All of these experts are always wrong. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. I love being here. Thank you for allowing me to do this job, and it is a blessing. All glory goes to God. Uh, Folks, I want to give some shout-outs, some thank-you shout-outs, I should say, to those who donate every month on JeremyHarrell.com. And you don't have to be just a monthly donor on JeremyHarrell.com, but there is a lot that do. And it's because of you guys that we get to go on and on every month. So let me give some shout-outs here. These two folks actually are one-time donors, Kim Harris and Vicki Parsons. God bless you and thank you so very much. Jeff Richardson is a weekly donor, and I should have got his name right earlier, and I said Jeff Johnson. I'm very sorry. Sandra Groth is a one-time donor. Thank you very much, Sandra. Now, the next, uh, the next folks are our are, are monthly donors, Trinity Brandsetter, Harold Traeger. Thank you very much. Scotty Branham. Thank you very much. Terry Berger. God bless you, and thank you very much. Jodine, uh, Jodine Tigret, Stephanie Adamo, and Veronica Van Valen. And then a couple more one-time donors, folks, Sue McCrone and George Robillard. George Robillard. Thank you guys all very much. It is because of you that this show continues to go every single day. And without you, it would, con- it would just cease to exist. So uh, very, very uh, much appreciate all of your guys' monthly and uh, one-time donations because um, the truth needs to be out there. And mainstream media is dying. Uh, what you see right now is you see one or two stations grabbing the blunt of everything while the others die out. Once those others die out, the, uh, the people either go and find independent media like us here at LFA TV. Maybe they'll find Real America's Voice News. Maybe they'll find RSBN. Maybe they'll find the Young Turks. But the truth is always at more of a local level, at more of a community uh, grassroots level. And that's what we are here at LFA TV. So for all you newcomers, thank you very much. Feel free to rumble the video. Subscribe to the channel. We've got shows all day long, and it's only going to get better. Right now, we're going to go to Jesus Calling. Because every single day, if you're new to the show, we start our show out with honoring God, giving prayer to, uh, for Thanksgiving. And then we start out and we get into the show. So December 29th, year of our Lord, 2022, your time and your energy permit you to do only a small percentage of the many possibilities that are beckoning, that are beckoning you. Now, I want to stop right there. Remember how I've been saying, stop being who the world wants you to be and stop, who, stop being who you think you are in this world 
and start being who God created you to be? Because if you start being who God created you to be, only then will you take the best qualities, uh, qualities of yourself, multiply them, and then be able to accomplish the greatness that God plucked you from heaven and gave you a body to do. And that's what this is saying right here. Your time and your energy permit you to only do a small percentage of the many possibilities that are beckoning you. The more you bring your thoughts and plans to me, seeking my guidance, the more effectively I can show you the way forward. Since all things hold together in me, your life holds together better when there is more of me in it. Thank you, Lord. Colossians 1, 16 and 17. By Christ, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And from Psalm 143, 8, Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way that I should go, for you lift up my soul. And before you turn out the light tonight, LFA family, Stay in communication with me as you prepare for tomorrow. I will show you what is most important. We talked about that a little bit this morning. Keeping your fo uh, mind focused on the things above rather than the things below. All right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, please take off your hats if you are wearing one. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Jeremy has the greatest show on air, says Bobby Driver. Well, I thank you for that. I really do. How about we do a big round of sharing, a big round of rumbling. We're going to get right to the word of God. Does anybody have a birthday? Does anybody have a birthday? How about this? Everybody on rumble right now, sound off where you're from, what your name is, if you've got a birthday or not, and let's pop the rumble chat on. And by the way, all rumble rants go to keeping our producer Eli employed. So anything that you guys donate through rumble rants is very much appreciated. It also goes to our slurp fund to help everybody and anybody we can. And I got to tell you, folks, I got to tell you, we are reaching $75,000 this year. Truly remarkable. Truly remarkable. Avery has told everyone she talked to you today and you sang her song. Thank you. You made her day. Well, God bless you. I'm so glad that we got to sing two-year-old Avery her birthday today. Uh, tuning in. For, I think that was two-year-old Avery, right? Tuning in from St. Augustine, Florida. How you doing? Good to see you, Amanda Collins. Lacey Barkalo is in the building. How you doing? Good to see you. Cat352 is here. T. Mitchell is in the building. Shelly Rose is here. How you doing? Sly57, Redneck1776 is here. How are you? Suzanne from Georgia. I'd like to give a big shout out to Suzanne Vermontis from Texas. Shelly, how you doing? Good to see you from Golden, Colorado. Vanetta from Ohio. How are you? Good to see you. V-Master, how are you? Good to see you. Linda Ryder-Smith, thank you for joining in. 
Kimberly says, Kentucky loves watching. Well, thank you very much. Hopefully we get rid of Mitch McChina or Mitch McChin <laughs> down there in, in Kentucky. Uh, who is all from Minnesota? Jeremy, I shared your Catholic charity immigration story. Whoa, let's go back and see that. Hold on. The chat's going fast. I shared your Catholic charity immigration segment earlier and your Florida abortion update segment to Facebook this afternoon. Well, you should be banned by this evening. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, Columbus, Ohio, in the building. How you doing, U.S. Navy? Is, is that a U.S. vet? U.S. Navy vet? Danny from Illinois. Good to see you, brother. And Kathy from Indiana. Thank you for joining in and tuning in. I appreciate the rumbling. I appreciate the sharing. And I appreciate... Oh, we've got a New Hampshire birthday. Who is it? Who's the New Hampshire birthday? Dana. Dana, New Hampshire birthday today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dana. Happy birthday to you. And Mary says she loves the new front page pre-video picture that was just put up, the new the new look. And uh, I think we should give a big shout out to Eli, producer Eli, because he makes all the uh, advertising. He does all the marketing. He does all the visuals. He does all of the short video clips. He helps out during the shows with the broadcasts. He's everywhere. That is why we need him to stay so very badly. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mm, 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 mm. Got that Rise Up Coffee, ladies and gentlemen. Do not forget about your Rise Up Coffee only on JeremyHarrell.com. All right, here we go. First and foremost, folks, in order to save not only our elections, but our First Amendment, our Second Amendment, really our country, in order for this to happen, we have to make sure that no matter what, without a shadow of a doubt, we do not allow Kevin McCarthy in as Speaker. Thank you, Tom, 1964. Tom Schaefer, God bless you. I appreciate you. Folks, I know we're talking about this a lot lately, but I've got to tell you where we are is such in a dangerous place in this country right now because the next two years, the, uh, the Democrats and the rhinos, they're going to do everything that they possibly can to make sure that they secure their control and their hold over, fed over elections by federalizing them every which way they can. All right. We've already seen they have the Electoral College under attack as we know it. They did that when they tucked it into the one point seven trillion dollar uh, omnibus bill. All right. We know that they're going after um, they, they want to implement a social credit score and they want to be able to stop hate speech online by modeling things after the way Europe does things, after the way Australia does things, and they want to get rid of the First Amendment. But the elections, that's the big one. They've got to be able to control these elections at a federal level because they know that we're hot on their heels with the ballot game. They understand this. They're trying to get ahead of us right now. So instead of playing um, catch-up, ins instead of always chasing them, why don't we cut the ring off? I don't know. Do we have any MMA fans in the building or any boxing fans? In the building, does anybody uh, uh, watch boxing or MMA? One thing that they tell you is not only to move forward, constantly moving forward, because in MMA, like the UFC, um, octagon control is one of the things that you are, are graded points on. So octagon control, meaning you controlling the pace of the fight. The other thing that they tell you to do is do not chase your opponent around the ring. It's only going to wear you out. Instead, 
cut the ring off so the opponent cannot go around and around and around and around. That is what we have to do with these elections right now. And I've got to tell you, one of the major ways that we can do this is to make sure that we get a strong leader in the House of Representatives to lead the House so that we don't have any of this wishy-washy, I owe you favors, I'll do this, I'll do that. We've already seen Kevin McCarthy on record saying, I have no desire to impeach uh, Biden. Well, if you have no desire to impeach Biden, then you definitely don't have any desire to stop their plans. And their plans, ladies and gentlemen, are to destroy the Electoral College and to federalize the elections. That is their plan. And if we're not careful, there's never, ever going to be. I know we're not seeing fair elections in major places in this country, but you've got to stop and think about this for a minute. There are more, there is more of the country right now that is, is practicing free and fair elections than is not practicing free and fair elections. The corruption at a large level is not taken over yet. It is only taken over in these major Democrat cities. So we are not, out, we are not just stuck yet. We're not between a rock and a hard place. All we have to do is preserve and protect where we do have free and fair elections, which I would say is about 75% of the country, and we have to attack very heavily what they're doing in these big cities, which is about 25% of the total uh, geographical uh, area and population of the United States of America. You see the maps. You see the all red but just barely blue. Well, those just barely blues are enough to steal elections. So we got to make sure that we get ahead of those. But if we're not careful, folks, if we focus on the wrong thing or if we have the wrong leader in the House of Representatives like Kevin McCarthy, they will achieve what they're trying to do, unfortunately. So I applaud people like Matt Gates, And it seems to me like Matt Ga- um, there's it seems to me there's five that will stand strong no matter what in the storm. I don't think that um, I don't think that Representative Lauren Boebert has the kind of of wherewithal and the strength that a, somebody like a representative Matt Gates has when it's when it means standing up against Kevin McCarthy. Okay, and you saw that because Lauren, even when she was standing with Matt Gates, she was giving herself outs. Well, we got to have this talk, but for right now. I don't plan to. Matt Gates is like, I never plan to. You know where I stand. This has to happen. We've got to stop these guys right now. Folks, if you're just joining in, we have 753 rumbles. We are looking for 1,500 rumbles by the time this live show ends. That means share, 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 share. They are coming after these elections, and they are coming after everything else. Now, what is the everything else? Let's get into that. I want to go play. an an excerpt right now from Senator Cardin, okay? Senator Cardin is talking about exactly what I said that these guys are trying to do. They are trying to model the internet first and then free speech on the street right after Europe, which would get rid of the First Amendment. And if they succeed at getting rid of free and fair elections completely, they'll succeed in this too. All right, let's go and play the the clip. If you espouse hate, if you espouse violence, you're not protected under the First Amendment. So I think we can be more aggressive in the way that we handle that type of use of the internet. We know that Europe has done things. I think we have to learn from each other. There you go. If you espouse hate, if you espouse violence. Now, again, I agree with that people should not espouse hate 
and violence. But if they're espousing it with their mouth, that's freedom of speech, bro. And that person can say whatever they want, period. If there's no free speech, if, the, if, if some speech isn't free, then all speech isn't free. That's America, bub. Figure it out. If you espouse hate, if you espouse violence, then you are not protected under the First Amendment, said Senator Cardin. Now, again, who is defining what hate is? Because I can say, ban all travel from China. And that's considered hate. Oh, that's right. Didn't Joe Biden just do that? Oh, how hypocritical of the sniffer in thief. But you get what I'm saying, right? Who is the one that's defining these words of hate and violence? Because right now, there's a bunch of liberal and Marxist schools and states that say if you tell a child that they are definitely a boy and that there's no way on God's green earth that you're going to call them a girl because they're not, well, some people would say that is violent. I know that the, uh, the Health and Human Services, uh, Dr. Rachel Richard Levine there, whatever that thing is, ugh, gross, I know that thing would call me telling a boy who's a boy that they're a boy, they would consider that violence. So again, who is going to come up with the definition of these words? And then he says, I think we could be more aggressive in the way that we handle that type of use on the internet. You know, like they do in Europe, said the turncoat, said the redcoat, said the loser. I think we should be like Europe, said the loser. I'm a loser. You're a loser. I'm a loser. Senator Cardin, you are a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to try to get Matt Gates on um, next week. I think it's too late in the week to get him on now. I know Matt Gates is super busy, uh, but I, I do have a handle for him, and I'm going to reach out, and I'm going to see if Matt Gates will come on before the vote. Uh, if he can't, I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll have plenty to talk about afterwards. Uh, but if you watch my colleague, I like saying that. Hey, Eli, isn't that cool we could say that now? My colleague, Mike Crispy, my colleague, Anna Perez. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, know and view my colleague, Mike Crispy, here on LFA TV, well, then you'll know that he just put a short clip video out right here on the Rumble channel and on his uh, social media channels where Lee Zeldin might be a last-minute shoe-in for Speaker of the House. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, obviously, I want a Matt Gates or a Donald Trump or a Jim Jordan or somebody with some uh, courage. <laughs> courage, right? Um, but I would take a Lee Zeldin. I would take a Lee Zeldin as a Speaker of the House. I think he's got courage. Always have a better day after listening to Jeremy in the afternoon, says Bobby Driver. Well, God bless you, Bobby. Share the video. I thought to myself, who in the world would ever want to control the earth because of that responsibility. But I was wrong. I'm just, I'm just reading some of the comments. They're great. Happy New Year. Well, happy New Year to you too. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, anyway, we got to make sure whatever we do, we have a strong House of Republicans. If we don't have a strong House of Republicans, it's absolutely over with for this country. I got to tell you, I really do. That's what, just my opinion. And we move on. Now, the House Judiciary Republicans coming in this is a little update on a story we did this morning. If you watched this morning's show, or if you didn't watch this morning's show, let me kind of bring you up to speed here. The, uh, the, the House Judiciary 
Republicans that are coming into the majority have reached out in and requ uh, records request, information request, document request from the White House, and the White House said, uh, "No, you're not in the majority yet. You don't have the right to ask for that." Uh, yeah, but we're a week away. Yeah, but so what? <laughs> you don't get it. Well, obviously they've got something to hide. But in all of that, in all of that request of documents and the denial of that request because we have to wait a week in order for uh, the Republicans to be in the majority to ask for that. You know, so much for, uh, so much for the peaceful transfer of power, Joe Biden. Uh, so much for uh, working together with House Republicans now that, uh, that, that your branch was fired, right? So much for that. So much for that. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, the Biden administration's already playing games. They already said, no, we're not going to do that. But here's the crazy part. What the House Judiciary Committee actually was able to do in uh, all of this request and denial was find out and figure out and expose the correspondence between the White House and left-wing, far-left-wing, fake news media outlet, Politico. And they exposed it with their own actions. I absolutely love this. So let's get into all of this real quick. A top lawyer for the president pledged in letters to those members that the administration would operate in good faith with them. But he also said that the oversight demands made by congressional Republicans during the last Congress would have to be started over next week. In respective letters to Representative James Comer and Representative Jim Jordan, White House Special Counsel Richard Sauber said that the Biden administration had no immediate plans to respond to a slew of records requests that both men made in the past several weeks. Well, the good thing about that, folks, is that we know that they're actually working, right? They can't wait. They're chomping at the bits to work. That's the good thing, right? In those letters obtained exclusively by Politico, hold on a minute. Sauber described such requests as constitutionally Ill illegitimate because both Jordan, who is expected to be the chair of the House Judiciary Committee, and Comer, who is expected to be the head of the Oversight Committee, made them before they had any authority to do so. Quote, Congress has not delegated such authority to individual members of Congress who are not committee chairmen, they said. But the House, the House Judiciary Committee exposed the coordination between the White House and Politico. Only after the story was published was the GOP asked for comment. So, meaning that first the records request was put, the, the document request was put out. The White House said no and leaked the story to Politico. Politico published the story and then reached out to the GOP or the Republicans, I don't like to call them the GOP, for their comment. Do you know how many times that uh, the Associated Press or PolitiFact or USA Today, when they were fact-checking me back when I was on Facebook and getting 30 and 40,000 live viewers at one time, do you know how much they did this where they would write the story about me and then say, we reached out to Mr. Harrell for the Here We Go page or for the Live From America page for comment and we got no answer. And then I get the correspondence. Hey, would you like to come on for this? this is, they, they, they work in this tricky way. But the House Judiciary Committee put out a series of tweets that said, last night the White House leaks this ridiculous story to Politico. Then the White House briefs Politico on the story. At 4.34 a.m. this morning, the White House sends us the letter. Only after publication does Politico ask for comment. And what they, what they retreated, the story was scoop. 
Um, White House to GOP congressman. Sorry, but you have to restart your investigation demands. It's the first major broadside in response to incoming House Republicans likely to spearhead aggressive and unwarranted oversight of the Biden administration. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they reach out to the GOP. It's pretty funny. Uh, They go on to say, this was clearly a planned and coordinated effort between the White House and journalists at Politico. And it just shows how the media and the White House will work hand in hand politically to obstruct legitimate constitutional oversight. Again, what happened to that peaceful transfer of power? They are the incumbents. I mean, they are the, uh, they are the ones that uh, have taken over your power. They are incoming, not incumbent. They are incoming. They are the elects. They are the ones that have the power in just a week, and you want to say no. No, we're not going to do that. Oh, yeah, that's going to make them see. And and so here's what the House Judiciary Committee said about it. They said, um, the White House and the media are already playing games, and this is why it's so important for us to hit the ground running on January 3rd. The Biden administration must fear what is coming heavily. There you go. The Biden administration must fear what is coming heavily. Same reason the WEF is trying to get away from Twitter. Same reason the FBI is saying, hey, we didn't do nothing wrong. Everybody knows what's coming. And I can't help but think that it's all tied to when our illustrious 45th, 46th, and 47th president, Donald Trump, says nothing's going to stop it. And when we're done with it, we're going to rip it to shreds and you will never even see an ounce left of anything that ever was with this deep state swamp. Oh, I can't wait to be a part of it. I can't wait to be a part of it. Melly says, Jeremy for speaker. I would actually take that job tomorrow. I would. As long as I could keep doing the show. Bad Moon for speaker. I would like that. We'll take Bad Moon for speaker as well. Amen. I'm all about that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, as the holidays, um, as Christmas has come to an end and New Year's is coming, major, major overstock sales uh, with Mike Lindell right now. Major overstock sales. We're talking up to 80% with the promo code LFA. If you just go to MyPillow.com and then slash LFA, it'll bring you right to our landing page, right? And here is where you get all the discounts. I mean... We're talking those big MyPillow mattresses, not even the mattress toppers, the mattresses themselves, 50% off, $40 body pillows. And I'm telling you what, these things are massive. They're huge and they are definitely, definitely worth it. Absolutely love it. But there's so much more that you can get on the overstock sale, pajamas, um, socks, slippers, deluxe mattress pads, hoodies, robes. I'm telling you what, the bathrobes, does anybody here have a MyPillow bathrobe, by the way? Anybody here? I'll tell you what. You don't have a winter jacket that is thicker and warmer than that MyPillow bathrobe. You put that MyPillow bathrobe on and you go outside at, in the dead of winter and you're not going to feel a breeze anywhere except for maybe up your legs from underneath the robe. Those things are the thickest and the most beautiful thing I've ever, ever draped over my husky body. I love them. Let's go to the Rumble rant, uh, Rumble Rants and the Rumble Chat real quick, ladies and gentlemen, as, as we uh, always like to include the uh, LFA family. Uh, it's a great time to be alive, says L. Dooley. I couldn't agree more. Christmas doesn't end until February 2nd. Well, you know what? I agree with you there, too. Let's, let's call it that. We keep the decorations up in our house, and we keep praising God just like we do on Christmas Day. I want 
Three travel pillows, Jeremy. I need them for my upcoming trip this summer. Well, make sure you use the promo code and get yourself a big uh, discount there. I need the MyPillow bathrobe. Yes, T. Mitchell, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, Trump is still pushing for McCoward. Yeah, I don't get it, folks. Well, I do get it. I know exactly why. Uh, But I don't understand the reasoning still. I don't agree with it. The reasoning is that Kevin McCarthy has already promised Donald Trump anytime he picks up the phone Kevin uh, and says jump, Kevin McCoward is going to jump and say, how high, sir? That is why. That is why. Um, the check in the envelope, Scotty. Yeah, Scotty, um, we, we, made a, we still have to go to the post office. We went to the post office two days ago. Uh, so I'm not sure... Um, I thought, we, I thought I already told you that we got your package, but if you're saying that it, it didn't come, only some of it did, I didn't read it all, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Message my wife at lfabusiness21 at gmail.com, okay? That's who will be able to answer you quicker. Um, all right, moving on, folks. Southwest Airlines says that it plans to return to normal flights even though they are canceling 2,300 more. Southwest Airlines not only lost thousands of people's luggage and they're canceling 2,300 more flights, they are saying that they are going to return to normal Friday afternoon after canceling all these thousands of flights and putting all these people out of, uh, out in, in, um, in such horrendous conditions for the last you know, week. But anyway, it's coming in now that Transportation Secretary, and you know what I like to say when I, say, when I talk about Pete Booty Judge? Pete Buttigieg, sometimes I call him booty plug, I'm sorry. Pete Buttigieg, uh, I think of, um, I, I, I say transportation secretary. Transportation secretary, it seems that transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg knew about this months ago. Now, I've already told you that Southwest Airlines and, and their internal programming is absolute garbage. Their software is garbage. It was never going to ever handle canceled flights, rerouted flights in the manner that it did. It was never going to handle it anyway. But it just wasn't Southwest Airlines. And Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg knew, uh, was warned about the airline chaos months ago, yet publicly assured travelers that air travel would be better by the holidays. Four months before Southwest Airlines stranded tens of thousands of passengers at airports for Christmas holiday, state attorneys general, the nation war over, warned Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg about airline delays. New York Attorney General Letitia James first wrote to Buttigieg on August 2nd, so it was even the Marxist Democrats who were warning him, about an escalating pattern of airline delays and canceling flights, noting that during the first half of 2022, 33% more flights had been canceled than during comparable period in pre-pandemic of 2019. Airlines knowingly advertising and booking flights, they do not have adequate staff to operate, are flying in the face of the law, James said. And I got to be honest with you, I agree with her on that one. I agree with her 100% on that one. 100%. Everybody can tell you that. Anybody with a half a brain can tell you the airline industry has gone... Well, maybe you shouldn't do that when you're talking about airplanes after 9-11, but you understand what I'm saying. Later that month, a bipartisan group of 38 state attorneys, 38 folks, we only have 50, wrote to leaders in Congress telling them that Buttigieg's department had failed to respond 
and to provide appropriate recourse for an increasing number of flight delays and can cancellations where passengers were not compensated. No. Do you know where Pete Buttigieg was? At home, breastfeeding out of a fake manufactured man breast for his adopted babies in his gay marriage. That's where he was. That's what he was doing. 38 states, including peekaboo Letitia James, said, hey, get off of your duff, get off of your man breast, and do something about this. And he ignored it. And publicly said, everything's fine. <laughs> everything's just fine. Squirt, squirt. Everything's just fine. Squirt, squirt. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you this. Let's go through the Biden administration, okay? Let's go through the Biden administration real quick, and let's find out if any of the Biden administration appointees and czars have actually succeeded in something good. All right, let's go through them real quick. Um, first of all, Pete Buttigieg. He's, he's in control of transportation and the supply chain. Does anybody here honestly believe that Pete Buttigieg has succeeded in the transportation of the United States of America, whether it be by boat, by airplane, by train, or by truck. Does anybody think that he succeeded in his role in that? Or does anybody think that he succeeded in his role in the supply chain? Please, let's just take a quick poll with the LFA family. Bring up the Rumble chat. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> Everybody's talking about the milk stuff. Yeah, it's gross, right? Uh, kitten, I doubt it. His job is to allow chaos. Well, that is true. This is one sick person, Pete Budaplug. <laughs> Any updates on the carry appeal? I'm waiting for the, uh, I'm waiting for you guys to, okay, there we go. Nope, no. Good luck with that. No, nope, nope. I've not seen one person said that he succeeded at the supply chain or any kind of transportation issues that we've had in this country because that's his job, Okay. Everybody is saying no. You guys are seeing this for yourself. If you're watching on Roku or Fire Stick, you are seeing the LFA family chime in right now. And they are saying no, a resounding no. And not just because we don't like the guy. If the guy was succeeding, I would imagine that the LFA family would say yes. I imagine they would be honest, folks. I would be. All right? So Pete Buttigieg, that's the first one. Biden. Let's talk about Joe Biden. Joe Biden, did he succeed in pulling out of Afghanistan? Answer, no. Did Joe Biden succeed in getting rid of COVID? Well, just by the numbers, not by a biased opinion, but just by the numbers, more people have died of COVID under Biden than under Trump. And more people are vaccinated. How about that? How about that? So he failed in, in the pullout of Afghanistan. He failed in the COVID um, administration of the vaccine and of deaths. Okay. The economy. Does anybody believe that Biden has brought this economy to greatness or has the economy? Well, you know what the best thing to do? Most of you, I would bet, have or had a 401k. How's it doing? How's your grocery bill doing? How's your fuel bill doing? How's the stock market doing? How is worldly investments in tech jobs and any other job manufacturing? Is that gone up? So, I, I have to say, so far, we've seen a resounding failure. What about globally? Has Biden succeeded globally? Well, just look at the world. We're the laughingstock. Don't ask me. Look at what other leaders say. Look at what, what, what we've been reporting right here in LFA. If you agree with what I'm saying, please give me a rumble and share this video. We're not farting around anymore. 
This is where the rubber meets the road right here on LFA. That's why we say you're locked and loaded. So Biden has failed everywhere. Let's go to Kamala Harris. Has she succeeded? That woman cannot even succeed in giving you a paragraph that makes sense. But she was tasked to be the border czar. Has she, has she failed or has she succeeded, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, take a sip of my coffee while I wait. <laughs> Lynn, Lynn 55 says failed at breastfeeding too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You are right. Kamala Harris failed at everything she's ever done. Okay, so if you're just joining in, this is what we're doing. We're going through the Biden administration and we're going piece by piece to everybody that works in the Biden administration to find out if any of them are actually succeeding or are they all failing? And so far by the numbers, not by my admission, not by my omission, and not by my opinion, just by strictly the numbers, they have failed in everything we've talked about. Okay, let's go to uh, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. Here he is, folks. There he is. Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. Has he succeeded? Well, let's find out. Has Merrick Garden Gnome Garland succeeded in becoming a Supreme Court judge? <laughs> nope. Nope. Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, you have not. You failed at becoming a Supreme Court judge. What else did you fail at? Well, um, how many things have you tried to prosecute and frame Trump for? Have you succeeded yet? Did you succeed with the Mar-a-Lago raid? No? No. Okay. Uh, have you succeeded in any lawsuit against Ken Paxton? Oh, uh, Attorney General for Texas. You don't know his name? I'm sure you do. Uh, no. No, you haven't. Uh, how's Roe v. Wade working out for you? <laughs> no? No, no, you haven't? Okay, all right. So obviously, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot of losers here. A lot of losers. Let's talk about, uh, who else do we got here? Um, oh, James Comey. Where's James Comey, ladies and gentlemen? How's he doing? Did James Comey win? Did he succeed? Now, I know somebody here is going to say they succeeded at stealing an election. Okay, they succeeded at being, uh, a fi- they succeeded at being evil. But I'm talking about real success. James Comey, failed. What about Bob Mueller? How's Bob Mueller doing? How's that Russia investigation working out for you? Failed. Liz Cheney, how you doing? I know she's not a Biden administration uh, appointee or anything, but how you doing? Failed. Every single thing Biden touches turns to, I think you guys know the rest, but I think it's appropriate that we go ahead and play. I'm a loser. You're all just a bunch of losers. I'm a loser. Scumbag losers at that. And I'm not what I appear to be. And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give them the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. How about that? <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to every Biden administration lackey loser out there who does not even know how to do a child's job, let alone a job, in a federal government capacity. Every single one of them is an absolute lehu. Zahur, but the biggest loser of them all, I saved the best for last. Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, ladies and gentlemen, who is strictly in charge of the invasion at the southern border. So I guess you could say they're succeeding in what they're trying to do, but I'm talking about actual common sense grading, you know, keeping we the people safe and all that. Alejandro Mayorkas, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, is probably the biggest loser of them all. He has failed at an epic level. But do you know who thinks he did a great job? Guess who thinks he did a great job? 
another fellow Democrat. She goes by the name of Representative Veronica Escobar, and she's from Texas. She's, I'm going to show you right here where she says she thinks that he's done a great job. The administration has been handling the surge. Is there a comprehensive policy, a strategy? Where do the Democrats stand? Are you guys united on this? The Secretary Mayorkas has been doing absolutely everything he possibly can. He's been uh, really a, a key uh, leader on this, on helping communities like El Paso. But, you know, again, legislation, and it's going to take a multifaceted approach. Uh, the Biden administration, I think, needs to really also mobilize the State Department in the same way that the Department of Homeland Security has been mobilized. This is a Western Hemispheric refugee crisis of historic proportions. That you caused and that the Catholic Church is making billions of dollars of our taxpayer money to facilitate. Incredible. She is absolutely incredible. She said Senator, or I mean, uh, Secretary Mayorkas has done a heck of a job and he's been a pivotal leader in what? A leader of what? Wow, ladies and gentlemen, these people obviously are on the same drugs that are being brought across that southern border. Amen? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but how dare you? How dare you question? How dare you ever question uh, the authority of the loser lackey Biden administration? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before we move to the next segment, let's give this awesome sponsor. I love this sponsor. Tack Right Mini Chainsaw, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Get yourself your assault chainsaws now. You can get two of them, like two guns in the Midwest. You can put them on your waist, and you can run around. You can cut up uh, all the branches that everybody needs in your entire neighborhood. Ladies and gentlemen, the Tack Right Mini Chainsaw. Get yours today. You can still get it with the promo code. Actually, just go to TackRightLFATV.com. Get this ergonomically correct little awesome assault chainsaw. You can do pretty much everything that you do in your yard, as long as you don't live, I don't know in the woods uh where there's massive trees pretty much do everything in your yard and uh and, and small light stuff that you can do with a massive chainsaw these things are incredible 50 percent off free shipping and handling just get uh go to tackrightlfatv.com right now get yours and uh you know you can be a mini assault chainsaw owner as well just like me uh, i'd love to hear their true opinions when the camera turned off amen great for cutting those hard to cut beards said sundog uh, Ronky says, I love your laugh. Well, that's incredible because most people despise it. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Big shout out to Patriot Donnie, by the way. Gotta love Patriot Donnie. Big shout out to uh, all the people that have been here since day one. I mean, there's some day oneers here and uh, I appreciate you guys. If you've not rumbled the video, please do so now. Where are we at here? We should be about, let's say 1100. Ooh, we're not even close. We have got another 80 to go. We need 80 rumbles to go to get to 1,100. If you've not liked the video yet, please do so. JLaw62 just said, I just ordered two my pillows and a set of sheets. Badly needed. You're going to love them. You're going to love them. All right, here we go. Let's get right back into it. This is oh, this story right here. I could not wait to tell you this, folks. JP Morgan, you know, one of the largest banking institutions on the planet, right up there with the likes of uh, BlackRock and the WEF, these kind of scumbags, but even richer. Well, JP Morgan is now in a lawsuit, folks. They're being sued. Do you know what they're being sued for? They're being sued by the U.S. Virgin Islands over their role 
in the Jeffrey Epstein sex trafficking scandal. Whoa, what do we have here? I got to sink my teeth into this one a little bit. On Tuesday of this week, the U.S. Virgin Islands filed a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase for alleging that the bank profited from Epstein's sex trafficking scheme. I'd still love to see all the names that the sex trafficked girls were sex trafficked to, wouldn't you? The lawsuit also accuses J.P. Morgan of turning a blind eye to suspicious activity that occurred from Epstein's account. Well, that's funny because J.P. Morgan and other banks have had no problem getting rid of the likes of Kanye West, Mike Lindell, and other people who they didn't agree with, but yet they had no problem profiting off of little girls and boys who were sex trafficked and raped by these scumbag pedophile elites. Hmm. In the lawsuit, the U.S. Virgin Island Attorneys General, Denise George, stated, quote, over more than a decade, J.P. Morgan clearly knew that it was not complying with federal regulations in regard to the Epstein-related accounts, as evidenced by its too little, too late efforts after Epstein was arrested on federal sex trafficking charges. I want to see where this goes. The lawsuit claims human trafficking was the principal business of the accounts that Epstein maintained at J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan, you have some explaining to do. The lawsuit argues that J.P. Morgan uh, failed to make proper regulatory filings that would have tipped off governments to Epstein's sex trafficking crimes. So basically involved in it, basically facilitating it, letting it happen because they were making a pretty penny off little kids getting raped. If you belong to J.P. Morgan, I would not belong to J.P. Morgan anymore. But I do want to see that client list. The U.S. Virgin Islands is not only suing J.P. Morgan, folks. Oh, no, 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 no. In November, two anonymous women who have accused Epstein of sexual abuse filed a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan and the Deutsche Bank for benefiting from Epstein's sex trafficking crimes. The suit states that J.P. Morgan and Deutsche Bank provided special treatment to the sex trafficking venture, thereby ensuring that it continued operation and sexual abuse of sex trafficking of young women and girls. Don't tell me boys weren't a part of that. Uh, Don't tell me boys weren't a part of that. Kevin Spacey, Tom Hanks, Jimmy Kimmel, Justice John Roberts. Unbelievable. But yet, can't have Mike Lindell have a bank account. No, 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 no. Can't have Kanye have a bank account. Can't have that. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Trump warns Republicans not to fall for Democrat traps related to Social Security and abortion. Did you guys hear about this? Thank you to the pro-Trump staff news for writing this. Donald Trump is warning the Republicans of the Democrats' latest traps. Trump warned Republicans in an interview that Breitbart, or with Breitbart, excuse me, about the Democrat trap on the issues of abortion and Social Security. So ladies and gentlemen, I just want to preface this story with saying 
Donald Trump is so far ahead of the curve with what he's doing and what he's planning, what his campaign's going to be like in 2023 and down the road. Ladies and gentlemen, he is warning the Republicans ahead of time to not fall into these traps. And I guarantee you, they'll fall into them and we'll say what Trump was right again. But anyway, Trump vowed to never, ever cut Social Security, saying it's a contract with the people. Trump also argued that Republicans must support three exceptions to abortion. Those exceptions are rape, incest, and life of a mother, Breitbart reported. President Trump pledged he will never cut to Social Security if elected again to the White House in an exclusive interview. We're not cutting Social Security. It's very simple. It's a simple answer. We're not cutting it, period. So everybody out there on Social Security, remember that. Hear that. We have to protect it. It's a contract with the people, Trump said, of, so, uh, of social media. Uh, excuse me, of social security. They go in, they work, and they do. They put their blood, their sweat, and their tears into social security. And then you have a guy like Paul Ryan or others, <clears throat> Kevin McCarthy, who want to destroy it. We have a contract. There's plenty of places that we can take Uh, we can take from where it's waste. Look at the Green New Deal nonsense. That's many times Social Security. What are they doing with the Green New Deal? That is like throwing money out the window. I'm all for the environment. I'm an environmentalist and a truest in the truest sense, he said. But the Green New Deal is like the Green New Hoax. It's a hoax. Then, uh, then, Then when they talk about Social Security, they're going to destroy Social Security so they can build even more windmills all over the place that don't work. It's not going to happen with me, he said. Trump also warned of another trap. He said Democrats laid for Republicans that he said too many fell into, which is an abortion in the wake of the United uh, United States Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. Trump, whose judicial appointments, including the three Supreme Court justices, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Amy Coney Barrett, were critical to overturning the controversial Roe decision was arguably one of the most pro-life presidents in history. And even so, Trump argued that Republicans must support what he called the three exceptions for rape, incest, and the life of the mother to any measure banning abortion or else they face electoral elimination in most of America. Trump specifically singled out Michigan GOP gubernatorial candidate Tudor Dixon and Pennsylvania GOP uh, gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano, both of uh, whom lost their respective races this year after taking hardline positions with such exceptions. So here's what I'll say about that. Spiritually, I couldn't disagree with President Trump more. Politically, I could not agree with President Trump more. Spiritually, I could not disagree with him no more anymore. Politically, I could not agree with him anymore. He's right. He is right. He is right on that. Because there is a lot of people who went out and voted just because of that. And a lot of people who voted for Republicans in the past who then went and voted for Democrats just because of that. Now, again, I wouldn't care. I say all out ban spiritually. But I am a man of integrity where my spirit and what I think is right spiritually will transcend into my real, normal, everyday life politically or not. That's why probably I lost my race. I can attest to that. I probably lost my race by 1%, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, because I was the only Republican on local TV who sat there and said, I support more of a ban on abortion. No other Republican said it and clearly no other Democrat said it. So I can attest to that. Politically, he's right. Spiritually, he's wrong. But I think politically was all he was warning them about. I'm sure he wasn't warning them spiritually. Last story of the day, and then I'm going to show you a funny video, and then we're going to bounce, okay? 
Uh, are you looking to make a big move in 2023? I know there's a lot of people moving from their state to other states. Some people don't know or have not pinpointed yet where. Uh, by the way, Eli, uh, did you see if we're on that front page at all today? Big shout out to Rumble, by the way. Big shout out to Rumble, not only for being here exclusive with them, but also for them pushing our message out. Whether it's the buy, they had folks, by the way, Rumble on their top video. If you go to rumble.com, their top video that's, that's promoted of the day, they had Rise Up, my morning show about God on as the top featured video. If that should tell you anything you need to know about Rumble. Just saying. So is anybody making the, uh, looking to make a big move in the year 2023? Well, I'm going to give you a list of the red states. If you're trying to move to a, a red state, maybe you're moving out of a blue state. Maybe you're moving to a red state. Maybe you're moving from one red state to another. I'm going to give you a list of red states that are dropping personal and business taxes in 2023. Okay? Multiple states have changes going into effect, dropping personal and, uh, and, uh, or, and or business taxes. But I will say, if I'm going to tout you move anywhere, it's my state of New Hampshire. We have no income tax. We have no sales tax. You don't have to have your gun registered, whether you have it concealed or open carried. You don't have to have insurance on your vehicle. You don't have to wear a helmet. You can pretty much have everything next to dynamite when it comes to fireworks. We really, too, live free or die here in the great state of New Hampshire. However, I do want to read you a, a, few, a few states that actually have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, let's get into that right now. Hold on just one second. Okay. <clears throat> Republicans currently control all of the state legislatures and governorships in the states below. In Alabama, the business privilege tax is dropping from a minimum payment of $100 a year to $50 a year. The first 6000 of taxable retirement income for those over 65 will now be exempt from taxation. Okay. Under current law, Alabama business privilege tax has a minimum payment of 100, but again, ladies and gentlemen, is dropping to 50, and um, the first $6,000 a year won't be taxed. Arizona is getting a new flat tax. Uh, the two bracket structure will now be a flat rate of 2.5%. So that's Arizona, ladies and gentlemen. Arkansas is reducing individual and corporate income tax. Arkansas legislators passed HB 1002, a bill to accelerate previously planned individual and corporate income tax reductions. The reduction in the top marginal individual income tax rate from 5.5 to 4.9%. Georgia is increasing the standard deduction for both single and joint filers. HB 593 that was enacted in March uh, gives you uh, will increase the standard deduction will increase from 4600 to 5400 for single and 6000 from 6000 to 7100 to joint filers Idaho is moving to a flat individual tax structure ladies and gentlemen uh, Indiana is reducing its t uh, flat tax rate it's going to go from 3.23% to 3.15% um, Iowa is cons consolidating its nine income tax bracket system to just four and decreasing the top rate retirement income and farm rental income will be exempt from taxation. Folks, Mississippi is going to a flat tax rate system as well. Um, and, uh, Missouri legislators, uh, are also going 
to reduce the amount of uh, the tax rate from 5.3 to 4.95%. And Nebraska is cutting its top individual and corporate tax rate as well, reducing the inheritance tax. So, uh, and by the way, New Hampshire is dropping its version of the corporate income tax as well. So all great states to live if you guys are looking for a state to move to in 2023. And now, I almost timed that out perfect, didn't I? Ladies and gentlemen, I always like to leave you with a video to laugh with. So why don't you laugh with me as we do another video from the United Spot. I love these videos. Eli absolutely hates them. So here we go. So, um, what's been going on? Uh, not much. Uh, Michelle just made some corn dogs. Oh, I love corn dogs. Oh, yeah, Michelle <laughs> loves them too. Hey, I brushed my teeth with barbecue sauce this morning. <laughs> I think I'll FaceTime Tara So, how is uh, Ukraine doing? Uh, they need more money. Yep. Well, what are you waiting for? Give it to them. Well, well what about America? What? <laughs> what? That's a good one, Chuck. Hey, Chuck, it's uh, too early for jokes, okay? Hey, where am I? I got a hangover, Christ's sake. Uh, sorry about that, Nancy. I thought you were being serious. Uh, what? Would you just listen to all them horns? Hello? What's up? What's up? Uh, hey, it's, uh, it's, it's He's not put in. Hey, is this Jake from State Farm? No. Well, I, I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Do you have my check, Joe? Check? Y you mean like french fries? I'll be over to get my money soon. Well, would, would you be willing to take a brief survey after this call? I really need those five stars. We're sorry. Hello? You have reached a number that Hello? has been disconnected or is no longer... Yeah, it must have been a wrong number. Hey, where are you taking me? To give money to the president of Ukraine. Well, I, I'm not calling him dad. Even if there's a fire! Well, will you call him dad for some ice cream? I'll call anybody dad for ice cream! I know, Joe! Where's my check? Uh, 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 right, right here, dad! I'm gonna need more money after this! Alright, dad, I anything you want! I know, I know! <laughs> Alright, I called him dad! Can we go get ice cream now? Yeah, Joe! We can go get ice cream! <laughs> Man, after all this, I, I need a vacation! So I was thinking about showing everybody my tax returns! What? What?! I'm kidding, Chuck. <laughs> that was a good one, Nancy. Uh, you got me, Nancy. Yeah, I started using lettuce to wipe my butt instead of toilet paper today, so... So, um... So... <laughs> yeah? Where, where are you going on vacation? Uh, somewhere sunny like New York. New York? Yeah, what's wrong with New York? New York is freezing right now, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Joe hates cold weather. Everything shrinks. Well, I guess I'll ask Tara Reed to go to St. Clark with Joe. This is like your 40th vacation this year. Yeah, well... I, I taught him well. Yeah, after all my hard work, I thought I could go somewhere and relax. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the United Spot. I think I was telling my tax returns. <laughs> it's cold in New York right now, Joe. I love when he does the Nancy Pelosi one. That's hilarious. All right, folks. Thank you very much for joining in tonight here on LFA TV Live from America. Remember, we do have an app, LFA TV app. Just go to your app store on your mobile device. Look for LFA. Put a space and then TV and the app will pop right up. Download it. Take us with you wherever you go. Watch us on Roku Fire Stick. Thank you for all those who watched on the app. Go to JeremyHerald.com. We're going to be sending out a whole mess load of Bibles next week for all the requests that have come in over the last couple weeks. So get ready for that. Also, sign up for the newsletter so you get a morning newsletter leading up to the Rise Up show at 9 a.m. every single day right here on LFA TV where it's all about God and the devotional and how it uh, applies to our social and cultural environment around us. Uh, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. 
So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you all so very much. And uh, by the way, check out my store on jeremyharrell.com as we got a, a lot of new items and we got some big sales coming up for the new year. God bless you guys. I'll see you in the morning. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace. Rumble on your way out, folks. Rumble on your way out.